Welcome to the Outrage Science Bites podcast, a companion podcast to the Outrage Overload podcast. This is day eight of the NAPOD POMO challenge, a 30-day challenge to post an episode every single day in the month of November. In this episode, I'm going to talk about truth. And what I'm going to say about truth is basically built from a collection of the various science that we've looked at so far on the Outrage Overload podcast. And what I'm going to say is that in many cases when we're, we think we're seeking the truth, we don't really want the truth. I mean, you know the line. We want a narrative Many times what we're really looking for is we want a narrative to provide us with a sense of meaning, a purpose, and identity. And we sort of see that as truth in our head. Well, while this can show up in other areas than politics, I mean, politics is one area where it's kind of common and it's kind of easy to describe in that context. So I'm, I'm going to use it in that context. But it could be, this, a lot of things we're going to talk about here could be applied in other contexts as well. Just keeping in mind that we like a narrative that provides us with a sense of meaning, a purpose, and identity. Just kind of keep that in your head. So I'm going to start off kind of on the political side that, you know, with things as polarized as they are, it's reasonable to to think about alternatives to a sort of rigid red-blue dividing line. You know, we know that these rigid far partisan kind of positions, they tend to hinder dialogue and progress. Likewise, the political labels, while they can help us sort of with that sense of identity and belonging, they can also kind of just greatly oversimplify things, right? They can oversimplify the actual complexity of what we're talking about, and that can limit our ability to engage with diverse perspectives. So a healthy, effective alternative that I'm going to propose, rather as opposed to red or blue, it sort of lies in embracing a more nuanced and independent approach. And and a lot of people call themselves independents, but when you actually look at their voting record, and maybe that's okay, it's very, you know, it's much more partisan than they might admit. But So I'm not necessarily talking about exactly the idea of being an independent as much as, you know, sort of engaging with the political landscape in a broader way, in a more nuanced way. And I'm just going to walk through some of the ways that you might be able to do that. And I think I'm going to have to do a whole episode on this first idea, but, you know, developing critical thinking skills. So, you know, everybody uses this term and almost no one uses it sort of in a way that is close to anything like what the meaning of the term is. But we want to cultivate an ability to evaluate information objectively. We want to be able to analyze arguments from multiple perspectives. We want to be able to challenge our own assumptions. And we don't want to to solely rely on partisan sources. We need to seek out 
and this is probably the hardest part, we need to seek out diverse viewpoints. Because again, coming back to what we like, we don't like, we don't want those, those diverse viewpoints because we want a narrative that gives us a sense of meaning, a purpose, and identity. And we won't necessarily get that if we seek out diverse viewpoints. But I think I'm going to have to do an entire uh, Outreach Science Bites episode on uh, critical thinking. And even though there's no way to really cover the whole topic um, in one little bite, but it's probably something that deserves its own. All right, so before I, I waste any more time with that, let's talk about a second topic I'm going to talk about related to this kind of avoiding the red-blue binary is to focus on issues, not labels. So, you know, it's, what we often do when we look at an issue is we almost look around and say, what are we supposed to think? Like, what is our party saying? What are the people on our side saying? And uh, it would be nice to not start there, but it's hard not to. But I think there's some questions you can ask yourself, right? So, you know, look at that issue. Like, how much does that matter to me? Like, I want to focus on the issues that actually matter to me, matter to people I love, matter to, in my life, matter to, in the lives of people I love. You know, if you find yourself just looking at issues and you don't even know anybody that's involved in that issue in any way, like, why are you so attached to it? Like, who has told you to be that attached to that issue? And it's time to start asking yourself that. So the main point, I guess, is greater flexibility and some nuance in your political thinking. So for the third item, you know, it comes back to something we've talked about a lot. We've had different practitioners come on the show and talk about this. And that's engaging in respectful dialogue. And that involves listening actively. We've talked about that on the show a fair bit. So even if you disagree with them, try to actively listen to people that hold those different views. Um, and, and that just, you know, it's not that hard. It just takes a conscious sort of effort in the beginning to say, you know what, I'm going to actually listen and not just spin myself up in um, anticipation of, of my reply. So, you know, and then have a genuine desire to understand their perspective and particularly the underlying reasons for their beliefs. And then, of course, this also means, you know, avoiding resorting to personal attacks or dismissive rhetoric. And, that you know, the challenge with that is I see this all the time with people saying, oh, I'm not attacking, but you, you are. You are, though. So, you know, look at that language again. Look at what you're saying and, um, you know, see where it fits on that scale. Fourth thing is similar, we're embracing in civic engagement. So what this means is participate in the political process beyond just voting. So you can attend town hall meetings, you can actually look at what your elected representatives are doing, attend their meetings, um, you can engage with community organizations, um, do other things besides just voting to make your voice heard. A uh, big one is supporting independent media. So seek out news sources that prioritize fact-based reporting and independent analysis. So this doesn't mean giving money to 4chan because, you know, oh, that's independent media. We're looking at, I'm talking about something that's a little bit more professional and following the journal ethics of journalism and being trustworthy and honest and um, at least good faith, right? I mean, obviously, people can always bring something to the, some of their partisan sentiments to the table, but are they, you know, delivering in good faith, and are they, you know, fact-checking and providing a reasonable uh, amount of journalistic integrity? Um, this one is, next one is challenge stereotypes and generalizations. So here, 
we're talking about avoiding making consumptions. So, and because we do this a lot, uh, we're going to be talking a lot of uh, we've more. There's some more episodes coming up about this, but we've talked about it some on the Outrage Overload podcast. But we we are very quick to make assumptions about people based on their political affiliations, and we also often look at all kinds of signaling tags to assume their political affiliation. We might even be wrong about that. But even if we know their political affiliations, we're probably wrong about a lot of the other assumptions. We're sort of bolting onto that because we know their political affiliations. So, you know, recognize that other people, like if you consider yourself sort of diverse in your views, and you know, you might hold some positions that lean red or lean blue, you know, you might hold both, some positions that lean red, some positions that lean blue, you know, imagine other people might, have, might, might be the same way. They're not necessarily the stereotype that we often think about. You know, and so then another one is prioritizing common ground. We've talked about this, and we don't want to oversimplify this and make it sound like, oh, gee, we'll just find common ground and everything will be great. But often there, there are areas of agreement and there's shared values. And it's easy to sort of lose sight of that when you disagree on other things. Um, so try to find some of those shared values. You know, think about a lot of the things. If you have kids, you know, there's probably a lot you can share about about kids and schools and pets and, you know, all kinds of shared values that you might not even really appreciate and try to prioritize some of that. Next one is, you know, have a respect for the democratic process. So democracy is sort of ugly, right? I mean, it's often we're not getting what we want. Um, it's slow to move sometimes. It's you know, and some of that's intentional and some of that's just part of the way it works. And sort of be respectful of that, right? I mean, we, we, we often expect too much from a functioning democracy because a functioning democracy, things is a little messy and it can be frustrating. Um, but, but that's sort of just what comes with, the, with it. So, you know, sort of keep that in mind and, you know, hold hold your officials accountable that's great but also recognize the legitimacy of the process even when outcomes you know don't come out the way you'd like it still is often it's usually almost always sort of a legitimate process it's like that's how it works sometimes you win sometimes you lose next is um embrace continuous learning so this is always a good practice right so um and this is really hard to do because we often sort of attached to a, an idea and we're going to, we're just going to stick with that. But in, in the political realm, you know, try to be willing to learn, try to be open to the idea that new information, there might be new information, there might be new perspectives. You might, it might not, you might not have quite the full picture that you thought you had, things like that. So try to be, try to be open to learning and adapting your views. And finally, I'll, I'll finish with empathy and understanding. So, again, it comes back to understanding the motivations and experiences of those who hold opposing views. You know, many times people hold opposing views because of a personal experience. So you have to kind of appreciate and, and respect that. And even if you disagree with their conclusions, you know, try to have some empathy for how they arrived at that, that uh, conclusion. And maybe you can still have a, a more productive dialogue if that, if you do if you're able to, to achieve that so that's how I'll wrap this one up um, we can sort of apply these these all these items 
to try to sort of step beyond the sort of red-blue politics and, you know, be ready for a more meaningful, constructive, sort of more nuanced uh, engagement. You know, it'll help you personally because you won't be as sort of dug in and stressed out all the time about everybody. I have the right idea. Everybody else is wrong, and I'm just mad all the time because of that. Because you'll learn a lot if you actively, actually practice some of the things we discussed here. And it will actually help you in that regard. And then it'll help us all be better engaged, better informed, and better and more effective as citizens in a, in a democracy. So thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, you may want to check out the Long Form Outrage Overload podcast where we talk to scientists, researchers, authors, other experts, where you can actually hear from experts instead of me kind of blabbing on. You can hear from real experts about many of the topics that we've talked about in these Science Bites episodes. So check that out at outrageoverload.net. You can find all the Outrage uh, Science Bites episodes by following a link at the bottom of that same page at outrageoverload.net. Scroll down, there's a link at the bottom, and you can find all the Science Bites episodes there. So thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. 